Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast, where we read a chapter of the Bible each day. Also, follow us on Instagram at In God We Trust podcast for more insights on our daily readings. Today's Bible reading is going to be Matthew chapter 9, and in this chapter, we will read about Jesus healing the paralytic, the calling of Matthew, a dead girl, and a sick woman. Jesus heals the blind and mute, and the workers are few. Okay, well, let's get right into it. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralytic, lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Dot, dot, dot. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, take your mat, and go home. And the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and praised God, who had given such authority to men. Okay, so in this, uh, Jesus was going around. He went back to his hometown, and men brought him a paralytic man lying on a mat. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, uh, some teachers of the law said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. So they didn't, they didn't believe God. And then Jesus was like, Why do you entertain your hearts with bad thoughts? And then, um, then he said to the paralytic man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. And then he did exactly that and the crowd was in awe and they started to praise God so that is what just happened there okay now we are going to be reading about the calling of Matthew okay here we go as Jesus went on from there he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth follow me he told him and Matthew got up and followed him While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who needs a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Okay, so in this, Jesus saw Matthew sitting on the tax collector's booth and said to him, Follow me. And he told him. And then he did. That's exactly what he did. He followed him. And then they went to Matthew's house later, and they were eating with a bunch of tax collectors and sinners and then a disciple no 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 then a Pharisee said to him why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners 
And Jesus said, It is not the healthy who needs a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call the righteous, but not sinners. Okay. So what Jesus is saying there is that he is hanging out with these people because these are the type of people that need him. Because if he was with a bunch of people that already knew him, it'd be like he would just be talking with some people that he already knew. But him going and doing this with the people that need it, that is what he meant by it is the sick that needs a doctor, not the healthy. So yeah, that's what he meant by that. Okay, the next thing we'll be reading about is Jesus' question about fasting. Okay, so just try to picture that when I'm reading here. Then John's disciples came and asked him, How is it that we are the and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth into an old garment, for the patch will, be, will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do men pour new wine into old wine skins. If they do, the skins will burst, the wine will run out, and the wine skins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wine skins, and both are preserved. Okay, that was that was a lot of analogies. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, Jesus was talking about how you don't use something old to fix something new. So, honestly, I can't really explain this that well. Um, so if you want to, if you want to know more about this, just, uh, re-listen to it, go back like 30 seconds or probably like a minute now and just play it again and really try to listen because it's, it's really hard to explain some of these analogies that he says, but if you just listen to them and really think about them, you can kind of get the gist but I can't really explain this stuff that well right now. But I'm sure that a lot of people could. But I don't know. I'll, I'll just ask some people sometime. Okay. So now it is about a dead girl and a sick woman. While he was saying this, a ruler came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just, just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years came upon him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, take heart daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that moment. When Jesus entered the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd, he said, Go away, the girl is not dead but asleep.
but they laughed at him. After the crowd had been outside, been put outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this spread through all that region. Okay. So this was a dead girl and a sick woman. So it started out while he was saying these things. Um, a ruler came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. And just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years came up behind him, and she said, If I just touch his cloak, he will heal me. Because she believed, God turned to her and said, Take heart, he said, Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed from that moment. So because the girl believed that if she would touch him, she would be healed, she believed that he is the son of man. And so that means that she truly believed that he could heal her. And so that is how she was healed. And then uh, when Jesus entered the ruler's house, um, the one that said, come heal my daughter, um, he saw the flute players and the noisy crowd, and he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him. And after the crowd had been put outside, he went up, and he took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this spread throughout that region. Okay. So Jesus went into that leader's house and told the, the daughter to get up, and she did just like that. So people just do what Jesus says pretty cool all right now we're going to be reading about Jesus healing the blind and mute so picture that as Jesus went on from there two blind men followed him calling out have mercy on us son of David when he had gone indoors the blind men came to him and he asked them do you believe that I am able to do this yes Lord they replied then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, will it be done to you? And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was amazed and said, Nothing like this had ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, It is by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. So, in this, Jesus saw some blind men, and he said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, Yes. Then he touched their eyes, and their sight was restored. But Jesus said to them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But of course they went out and spread all the news about him all over that region. And then while they were going out, a demon-possessed man was brought to Jesus. And the demon was driven out. And the man was mute. And he spoke. And people said, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But then the Pharisees said, it is by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. So they're blaming it. They're saying that he is following the prince of demons for him to be able to do this. But that makes no sense.
So now the next thing I'm going to be reading is the workers are few. I'm not sure what this means, but just remember that this is the title. Jesus, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into this harvest field. So, so I have an idea on what this means by the workers are few. So I'll just kind of read a little bit more. So, Jesus went throughout the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom of heaven and healing every disease and sickness. So he is a worker there. He's doing the good. And then when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a herd. Then he said to his disciples, listen to this and then I'll try to explain it. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. Therefore, to send out the workers into his harvest field. So, here's what I think about that. I think he meant the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I think by that he meant what he has done. He healed many people, and all the sick people, and all the paralyzed, and whatever. He healed them. So he did a lot of good work. Like he did a lot of work in the field, like he said here, but the workers were few. So it was just a small amount of people with God, a few disciples following him, but they still got a lot done. That's what I think it means by the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So that is, that's what I've got. Um, that is going to be the verse of the day is Matthew chapter nine, verse 37. Um, and I'll read it one more time. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. And, yeah, I picked that just because it's, it's a very interesting verse, and I like stuff like that. So, okay, well, that's all I got for you today. Thank you for listening, and I really appreciate it. Okay, have a nice day. Goodbye, guys.